Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Husker fans. Welcome to episode 265 of the Husker Football Fan Podcast. I'm Michael Harvat. And I'm Justin Swanson. In today's episode, we discuss Nebraska's one-point victory over Rutgers, a real barn burner, and preview Saturday's walloping of Purdue. You can find us on the web at huskerpod.com or by searching Husker Football Fan Podcast on Facebook. You can also connect with us on Twitter by following at huskerpod or email us at huskerpod at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Central Nebraska Buffalo. Check out their website for their latest deals at cnbuffalo.com. Also brought to you by Monty Rohde with Pinnacle Realty in Lincoln. Looking to buy or sell a home in Lincoln or know somebody who is? Reach out to Monty at 402-770-3356. Really enjoying or like really reveling in in the, the intro today. Well, you know, 265 episodes in, you got to do something to keep it interesting, right? Got to keep it fresh. This, yep. uh, this Husker marriage, we need to keep it fresh. Right. Gotta, gotta some, mix things up. That's something they say in like TV about marriages, I guess. I don't, don't necessarily subscribe to the notion. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, you know, I've heard of like people saying like to like retrain your brain to like not fall into the same ruts. Like, sure. do, like, mm-hmm. uh, what, what is it? Like try taking a shower with your eyes completely closed the entire time. Um, if you have balance issues, I don't recommend that. Um, consult your physician. Yeah, it can be dangerous. But uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, or you know, like try brushing your teeth with the opposite hand that you usually usually brush with. That kind of thing. But anyway, hey, um, how was uh, the market to market, Justin? It was great. It was uh, it was uh, early morning, and then it was really hard to go to bed the night before after the game. Mm. You know, I just can't, especially with the the nature of the finish and the, I, I tweeted that I honestly wasn't all that nervous through the day. Like through the first half, I was disappointed, but waiting for something to happen. And the second half, it was fun to see the positive momentum. But then like at the end when it, when we could have could win, that's when I was finally like, Oh my God, oh my goodness. <laughs> this is when I was finally nervous. So then, you know, reveling in victory and still some last minute packing to do for the day. So I, I slept like three hours. I think Oof. it was a bit of, sleep at midnight maybe i think i went to bed at midnight and i think i didn't fall asleep for a half hour and then uh alarm was off at three fifteen, and um we were out the door at four and started early and uh finished in the afternoon and it was a fun day it was really it was chilly it was like there was frost at first thing in the morning and but we had a great day uh it warmed up nicely and had a fun team and uh yeah, it was, it was a really fun day. And then today, we spent like seven hours at Vallis. So oh, you were just... at Vallis. When you texted me earlier, Siri said Dallas. And I was like, why did they fly to Texas for like a half a day? I was 
legitimately confused, but I was like, there must have been something he needed to take care of. You were at Vala's. Oh, I'm looking back through. I voice texted. Yeah. <laughs> That's really yeah. funny. That it's, makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, we were at Vallis. Yeah. And it, you know, it's been dry. So the dust was as oh, intense as sure. ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. They keep gross. expanding that place. It's it's crazy. Did you go yeah. this year? Uh, yeah, I've, I've been there. Uh, my band played there a few weeks back. Oh, yeah, so. that's right. We talked about that yeah. while recording, actually. Yeah. So I heard you talk about it <laughs> uh, when I listened. Um, yeah, they, they we went up to that whole new section, which, you know, there was some signs pointing that way. So I knew there was something over there. But then you walk through and it's like, oh, my goodness, it's like a whole other pumpkin patch worth yeah. of space. Did you get yourself a uh, cider slush? Did not. Uh, well, you know, it's it's chilly enough at this point where, I don't know, when I was there, it was like 90 degrees, so it was like oh, a sure. godsend. <laughs> but we, uh, My wife always likes to get the donuts there okay. that they make on site. Mm-hmm. And um, is that all we bought? Oh, no, that might have been hmm. it. So here, here's the thing about Valas. I think people who haven't been to Valas don't understand that it's... It's like so much more than a pumpkin patch, right? Right. The pump, like, we were even talking about that. We did the hay rack ride, but didn't get off. And most of the people on our hay rack did that. Like, wow. Didn't get off. Yeah. I people think, aren't there for pumpkins. Yeah. I think people like just think of it as Nebraska's worlds of fun. Um, <laughs> because like. Well, especially with the little car ride now too. Yeah. So like the, oh yeah. <laughs> the late taxi. <laughs> um, yeah. Valles has their own version of that. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, why would I pay that much to go to Valis? It's like, if you spend a whole day there, you're going to get your money's worth. Like, I I think anybody who hasn't been to Valis needs to understand it is absolutely a go there once a year thing at, at a minimum. Uh, I think my sister's family, actually, they got uh, season passes. And, you know, if, if you're invited to various things throughout the season, it makes sense to do that, but... But yeah, no, I, you know, I guess we're not sponsored by Vela's, but I, I hold them in high regard, and I think they, uh, it's crazy. Uh, I, they, yeah, they do a, an awesome job out there, and it's a really fun environment. And if you have kids, it's that's a must, I would say. Well, well, yeah, and like I said, we were there for like seven hours, mm-hmm. so we saw a lot, and it was, you know, we did a ton of stuff, and we didn't pay for anything, um, and we we went as a part of a like a corporate party too. So oh, sure. Yeah, so we got in for free, and then uh, and then lunch was provided, which is a really nice way to do it. Yeah, I yeah. recommend it. Uh, ten out of ten would advise, but um, <laughs> would endorse. But uh, yeah, you can do a ton of stuff for free. And so, uh, but anyway, I'm tired. Yeah, but it's a lot. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm still recovering a little bit from COVID. Like at this point, um, I'm I'm fine, right? But like, there's still every once in a while I got to clear my throat, that kind of thing. But but uh, yeah, went back to church today, led worship, everything went fine, and uh, yeah, gonna reintegrate this week. So looking forward to that. Been cooped up in my house for two weeks at this point. So um, so anyway, let's talk about a football game. Uh, you, yeah. you did mention, you know, we we did talk about the fact that Nebraska won, um, and I'm I'll just come out. I'll come clean, man. I. I did not believe at halftime at all. I saw you tweeted that at all. I'll own it. I, I need the, the Whipple pep talk apparently in terms of believing what this team can accomplish because 
Uh, I just, I you know, you're you're shut out in the first half by Rutgers. I I had zero expectations for Nebraska to to come back and win this game. I yeah, you know, I knew that they had a kind of decent defense, at least you know, a, a tenacity to them. Um, and so you know, they're their ten point was it all thirteen points? Yeah, that first pass from Vedral was beautiful, and the quick score like yep. they just pounced, you know. <clears throat> and then after that, we had the block punt, and they didn't score, you know, they didn't score a touchdown, but they got a field goal off it. We stopped them in the red zone, and from then on out, they moved the ball very little. So I felt, and I felt like the offense was just sputtering. And trying to figure things out. So I was fairly hopeful. I, will, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say confident, but I was hopeful that the second half um, we'd be able to lean on them and, and start moving things, and we did. And um, and then we also managed the clock quite well yeah. at the end and pretty much salted the game away. I was very impressed with that. We haven't seen that <laughs> since pre-Scott. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's funny because at halftime I was thinking to myself, oh man, all these people last week who were ready to hire Mickey Joseph on the spot, they're going to be quiet this next week. Uh-oh, <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is funny though, like people are starting to get um, a little a little pushy mm. about Mickey, like the search is over, hire the man. Yeah. And um, I just don't think that that is helpful. Yeah. It, it, um, well, here, here's my take on it is uh, like what, what is there to gain in hiring him now? If you yeah. hire him, if you hire him now, he feels like he's locked in. There may be less motivation for him to perform the rest of the season. Um, well, I'm not worried about motivation for him. I'm just worried about like the sample size here. I mean, yes, we won two games, mm-hmm. and yes, Scott won three games last year, <laughs> and in Mickey's first three games, he's already won two. Um, but they were against pretty poor opponents. I mean, those weren't those aren't good teams. Mm-hmm. Um, Rutgers is 73rd in SP Plus now, and let me search Indiana. Indiana's 84th. So mm. you know, it's not like we're, we beat world beaters, yeah. but we did win. So that's great. Right, it's a step in the right, right direction. Mickey has a whole season ahead of him. Let's let's just sit back and watch. Yeah, and let let him earn it. And and you know, and uh, also con- consider what transpires over a season. I mean, people were pushing so hard for Iowa State's coach a few weeks back, and now they've lost like their last three games in a row, and suddenly people are quiet about him. You know, it, right, it's yeah. like. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I, I don't mean to sound disparaging about Mickey Joseph in any way, shape, or form. And in fact, uh, especially with this uh, press conference at the end of the game, like, holy cow, is that man endearing himself to Nebraska. I would go as far to say, um, and again, like you were saying, small sample size here, but he strikes me as possibly the best head coach in terms of like what you want from a coach since... Dare I say Solich? Like, I, I mean, we'll, we'll have to see how things go. But like, I mean, he's turning things around in in a matter of a month here. Uh, but at the same time, like Frost did say that our team was so close. Maybe all Mickey Joseph did was just give him that little nudge to get him where Frost thought they could be all along. Um, but I just I feel like he, in terms of the way that he represents Nebraska the way that he 
advocates for his team. Um, uh, like I said last week, he's he's doing and saying all the right things in terms of a PR uh, perspective, you know. So um, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Well, and Trev is is doing a deep dive into who's out there and and what he wants, and there's no value in starting a movement. I mean, everybody wanted Scott to get hired. It seemed like the obvious choice at the time, yeah. but. You know, let's what the people want. Trev has a vision and he's doing the due diligence here to figure out who he thinks the best person is for the job. And it might be Mickey. Yeah. Uh, with Whipple as offensive coordinator and Bush as defense. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't appreciate people kind of like shoving it down my throat. Like this has to be the guy. <laughs> and part of it too is this is part of the reason I'm trying to spend less time on social media. I mean, that you get, interactions and you get play when you speak in absolute terms like Mm -hmm. this person is the worst this person is the best we must do this we should never do that that's you know that's how you do the the platform Mm -hmm. and um it's just not how it works yeah i did uh i did have a conversation with a a buddy from church this morning who he uh i think he's one of the admins of uh one of the like big husker facebook groups <laughs> i forget which one i want to say okay. it was in frost we, we trust so i don't know if it still has that name um but uh They've rebranded yeah i don't know <laughs> maybe it's you go find it it's in joseph we trust right now i don't know but um but he he made the point he's like hey whoever they hire if it's not mickey joseph they would be wise to keep him on as at, at least in the short term as kind of a connection point between the previous year and what's coming ahead you know like if if joseph wants to move on and go become a head coach somewhere else that's that's fine too but uh yeah i I could see some wisdom in in keeping him on board you know i don't know if that would be i don't know there uh, there might be some pride issues in there uh you know i just think about myself in that position if i were interviewing for the main guy and didn't get it and they're like yeah but we still want you to be x position coach or whatever I don't know. I really, yeah, I really don't know what the value is one way or the other. Like, I don't know how to think about that. Mm. Part of me says if you hire someone, you're hiring them because they have a system and they have a defense or an offense and they have, they know what kind of the opposite side of the ball looks like or how they want it to look like and they have people in mind and they should just hire the best people they want. Sure. Uh, but on the flip side, there is something to like retaining a core of your team. But on the flip flip side in the transfer era, like, yeah. does that even matter anymore? Um, well, Frost brought in all his guys and look what happened. Well, Frost <laughs> brought in all his guys and look what happened is a great point. It's a great point. So that, you know, I, and this is once again, one of those things where being a fan is, is one thing following along, but like, we don't have a say in it. So part of me wants to just not even talk about it, but I, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting thought exercise is like, what would be more valuable? I know. Sure. Uh, I remember hearing that Osborne went with Bo instead of Turner Gill because the offense was okay. And the defense was what needed work. And I think I'm trying to remember way back. I think Bo kept some of, um, did Bo keep some of Callahan's offense? Oh my people? gosh. Did, that's so long ago. It's the, hard for me. To I think remember. he kept the same offense coordinator. I'm really murky on this. People tweet at us if i'm wrong it's happened before um and then it took a while before he figured out exactly what he wanted um 
So I I just don't know. I just don't know what's valuable. <laughs> I could see pros and cons each one. Bro, you're bringing me back. I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but it was years ago at this point. Uh, that whole ordeal with uh, Callahan's firing, I just, <laughs> I just remember Callahan's firing. Yeah. What was the ordeal? Well, just the, all of the the rumor mill and everything leading up to it. You know, when when Callahan was finally on his way out, I just remember going to the. Uh, to the library at UNO and just going to Huskerpedia because Husker Max was Huskerpedia at the time uh, mm. before a lawsuit like split between the two guys that created it. I don't know. You can go look on Wikipedia and find out about that whole drama. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, just like going to a computer lab and checking message boards because I didn't have my own laptop hmm. with a battery that could last for more than a half hour at the time and it's like wow how things have changed nowadays you can just look on your phone and know everything within a matter of seconds but yeah we have really drifted far from the game is it i is there anything i would rather specific? talk about the technology of the late aughts if that's okay yeah no i believe um, you <laughs> um do you remember when uh, AOL Instant Messenger actually had its own device that could connect to Wi-Fi before, like, texting really took off? No. You can look it up. There there were, like, handheld Instant Messenger clients. It's AIM so in the that, palm of your hand. So Set it away, one, status. We had one long What's your buddy icon, Palmer. Justin? <laughs> All right, I'll stop. <laughs> Thanks. And, uh, and the drive with the, the Vocalec touchdown, and that was it. So, you know, I I do think there's decent reason to be worried mm-hmm. moving forward. I'm trying to read SP Plus, but now my computer is frozen, so that sucks. It is so weird, though. What are we're, we're two weeks away from? No, three weeks. Three weeks away from. Um, what's his bucket being fired? I can't even remember his name. Scott already. Frost. No, Chinander. Oh, Chinander. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody misses him at this point. Like, holy cow, did the defense step up the last two weeks? Two weeks in a row with shutouts in the second half. Yeah, like, yeah, it's awesome. Wow. And it does feel like the the quality of opponent is steadily improving. I think it kind of takes yeah. a jump here with. Well, with yeah, Purdue. Oh, let's not talk about the the matchup predictor for Purdue. Holy cow! But um, why? What's it say? Eighty five percent, eighty five point one percent in their favor. So. Although I think this last week it was uh fifty four percent for yeah, Rutgers. It was, yeah, it was still in favor of Rutgers pretty pretty steady. So it's actually kinda surprising before, to not see a little bit of a jump for, for us, but before I forget, Purdue is an S P plus twenty one overall. Oh with wow thirtieth best offense and the twenty first best defense. Fortunately they have the hundred and fourth ranked special teams unit. Oh we'll, but we'll uh, edge them out there. So it's definitely get ourselves another blocked punt, a better opponent. Yeah. So let's, let's not talk about our blocked punt. What blocked punt? Exactly. Anyway, my dad said he heard online that the victory formation. You know how we kind of fumbled the snap. Yeah. He heard that Rutgers, like the nose guard, like slapped the snap. Really? The ball, huh? Which have I to kinda, see another. I tried to Zapruder film it on my phone, 
earlier tonight and it's like there's just no way to see it and that was apparently the point of this post yeah was that it's not something you can review because you can't see especially with this tight as everybody is to the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. and they did they were very aggressive with that play yeah exceptionally aggressive trying to go for that so interesting yeah they were they were definitely uh playing through the whistle yeah wow yeah one of their guys playing through the whistle uh helped us win the game <laughs> you know if that had happened i'm not sure what, what what your take on this would be but if that had happened to us i would have been booing like crazy mm, they that on i us. don't know it's pretty egregious this well, in this case i guess the first time i saw it my first thought was like that's not a penalty but maybe from a different view no when, was out of bounds when you're when you're out of bounds and you swing somebody to the ground like yeah, okay. e- even if you start in bounds which they didn't um, cause they were like, oh, he probably doesn't know where he is at that point. It's like, still, you don't swing somebody to the ground when you're that close to the, to the edge. Cause that's how you get that penalty. But anyway, uh, kind of bittersweet to see like a hamstrung Vedral, you know, I know, um, you know, you still wish that guy the best, you know, no, no hard feelings for him, but at the same time, I'll take a, uh, I'll take a game against a team that keeps switching quarterbacks because they don't know what the heck they're doing. <laughs> what? Yeah, what was the deal with the shifting of quarterbacks? I, it that it just seems reckless. Yeah. Maybe maybe you can make an argument that it's bold or savvy, but it just seems silly. I think a guy and run with them. I think it might have been similar to Frost continuing to play Martinez even when Martinez was hurt. You know, like. Except mm. for, like, maybe they were just like, okay, you're hurt, let's take him out. And then five minutes later, he's like, you good yet? Okay, let's put him back in. <laughs> like, that's the impression I got with the constant swapping. But I don't know. I don't know. If you, think. I don't know. If you want to see the state of Nebraska, like, light up, and I don't mean in a positive way, uh, next time we have fourth and one, line up five wide with no running back <laughs> in the backfield and see what happens because that would be ugly. Mm-hmm. And Mickey Joseph was not, after the game, he wasn't going to comment on that one way or the other. He was like, yeah, yeah he's, he's the guy. You just get out of his way. So, okay. I mean, that but practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. So, And that's that's part of what I'm saying is, like, I think, I think he's at least consistent. And in that way, he's endearing himself to the fan base a little bit. Is He's walking the walk and talking the talk. Because with Frost, it was kind of like, yeah, I hired an offensive coordinator. I'm going to let him call the shots. And everybody's like, really? Is that really what's happening? Are you sure that like when the play calling just like suddenly changed that you didn't have anything to do with it? You know? Mm. But I don't know. Maybe we're uh, drinking the the Joseph Kool-Aid a little bit at this point. Mm. Which, have I mentioned, I, I recently learned that it was an off-brand Kool-Aid, and that Kool-Aid, uh, which was invented in Nebraska, gets a bad rep for being associated with Jim Jones. It was not Kool-Aid. It wasn't? Where no. did you hear that? You didn't say that. Where did yeah. you hear that? Uh, I mean, you could probably look it up on Wikipedia. Jim Jones Wikipedia. <laughs> Thank you. Not the rapper, Jim Jones. Apparently there's a rapper. Um, all right, let's see here. Um, it was Flavor-Aid, not Kool-Aid. Hmm. So. Kool-Aid gets a bad rap. Yeah. 
We're all drinking the flavor aid. Oh yeah? More like, oh no. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> anyway. I'm sorry, I'm all over the place tonight. Yeah, that's cool. I'm tired. I'm not redirecting very well. <laughs> I do think that the defense and the offense take a big step up in terms of quality of opponent this next week. Yep. And uh it's another away game, so we do have a day off, you know, an extra day since we played on Sunday or on True. Friday. Do do you know who who Purdue pay, played? Who Purdue played last week? Um, I had it here just a second ago. They played Maryland and won uh, thirty-one to twenty-nine. So another close game for them compared to us. They um, lost to Penn State thirty-five thirty-one, and they lost to Syracuse, who's turned out to be pretty decent, thirty-two twenty-nine. They beat. Minnesota, twenty yeah. to ten. Yeah, that's really the only win of note. Mm-hmm. They beat Indiana State and FAU, Florida Atlantic University, and then they just beat Maryland. So, huh, hard to know what to make of them. Yeah, they were a trendy pick before the season started for to win the West, mm-hmm. which we of course are tied for first place in now with Purdue <laughs> and course. Illinois. And for yeah. a you know for a hot minute for a 12, 18 hour period we were sole we had we're in sole possession of first place, Fake which first is place. not quite not quite as long as we were in sole possession of last place after the Northwestern game like we had to carry that <laughs> yeah. for way too long but we were for a brief minute in sole possession of first place yeah so uh, the spread is twelve points. So they're anticipated wow. to win by almost two full touchdowns. Um, that's not too encouraging, but uh, yeah, their uh, total yards and yards allowed are kind of the inverse of what we've got going on. So, yeah, the, this will be a tough one. Have we talked about what a boiler maker is before? I think we have. Isn't it just people who make a boiler? I don't know. Probably. So we've got this game, and then we have a bye week. Before Illinois, Minnesota, Michigan, okay. Wisconsin, Iowa. That that's so, a real gauntlet. Holy cow! Totally, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we can win this and go rest up for a week. <laughs> Get ready. Do you remember? Do FCS victories count toward bowl eligibility now? I don't know. That's a good question. That would I just be nice. Googled it. I just googled it. Googled it. And uh, it does not appear to be the case. Oh, that's so we need to win seven games. Good grief! So we basically still we only have two victories towards towards bowl eligibility. So we've got (laughs) we have to find five wins from Purdue, Illinois. Excuse me, we have to find four wins from Purdue, Illinois, Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, Iowa. Mm -hmm. Which man, it could happen. Mm Mm-hmm. It could happen. It's it's it definitely seems a lot more possible than it did after the yes. Southern game and after the Oklahoma game. That that's actually something I've been reflecting on. Like, think about how engaged you and I are right now compared to a month ago. Oh like, yeah, a month ago, I, I I dare I say that our feelings were probably somewhat indicative of the entire fan base. Like it was. It was terrible. Morale was literally at an all-time low for Husker football, and here we are kind of thinking, like, you know, we might just make this work. <laughs> this could happen. 
Oh, no. Uh, Got an earnest quote. We might could beat him. <laughs> you know what I think? I think we might just could beat him. All right. All right. And run him off this land. Yeah. Yeah. I think we might just get a little bit rowdy. All right. And it might be an ugly thing to watch. Yeah. We got a plan? Yeah. Me for you. And you for me. Iowa and Wisconsin at the very end of the schedule. That it could happen. Yeah. Iowa can't move the ball to save their lives. Michigan does not seem one like we are likely to win. Illinois is is looking good. That could, I yeah. It, it's kind of funny with each of these games the last two weeks. My thought has been like I sure hope we win. Like if we want to keep winning, we need to win this one to have a shot to win the next one. It's kind of like a ladder. Yeah. You know? Momentum. Uh, there was no way we were going to beat Rutgers if we couldn't beat Indiana, and we beat them. And there was no way we were going to beat Purdue if we didn't beat Rutgers. And we beat them. So, you know, Purdue and then Illinois. There's no way we're going to beat Illinois if we don't beat Purdue. So let's beat them. If Another you, night game. It's like if you give a mouse a cookie, if you get, yeah. if you give a Husker a win, he's probably going to want another one to go with it. I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's an Amazon Prime television television show. An Amazon Prime show uh, called If You Give Me. Oh, really? That's good. If you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to ask for a glass of milk. I mean, like, you, you are aware that was a series of books when we were children, right? I am. Aware. Okay. <laughs> I thought yes. maybe you were just like, yeah, I heard it. This is Amazon show. <laughs> I'm just telling you that so when when you bring that up, and my, my mind immediately starts playing. Got it. Amazon. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. So you're, you're not like one of those dudes who's in his 30s who's like, uh, this is not like the source material. You guys have literally ruined my childhood by making this cartoon for children. I'm not one of those guys. Okay, that's good. That's good. It is nice to have Rutgers and Indiana as your crossover games, though. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. How refreshing. Yeah. Last year, did we have Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State? Or who were our crossovers last year? I was Michigan remember. State, Indiana, and Ohio State. I have blacked Whatever. out. Yeah, me too. I have blacked Sorry. out last season. Sorry for bringing it up. The last several seasons. I feel personally that I'm at this point where I'm very tired <laughs> and my body has done a lot this weekend. And if I don't get like eight hours of sleep tonight, I could get something. Hey, Justin, how about you uh, share SP plus numbers with us and we can shut this thing down. That I appreciate the prompt. We are 67 overall. So we actually dropped four spots. Ugh. Um, we are. 60 offensively, so we dropped 10 spots. We are 68th defensively, so we picked up 6 spots a week after picking up 8 spots. So we are on the rise, and special teams held serve at 128. I'm actually somewhat surprised we didn't go down, so I'll take it. I really want... On special teams... Oh, yeah, we did have a block punt. That's right. Um... Here's a fun thing. Speak SP Plus makes me think of our friends at the Buck Around podcast. Oh, right. Which, uh, I feel like this is <laughs> this is one of the reasons why this summer is like I don't even know if I want to keep podcasting. I feel like there was a whole like uh, ecosystem of podcasts that we used to interact with from around the country, around the Big Ten, and uh, many have just folded up shop, and they're a good one. And they've been gone for 
what three years four years like yeah, i don't think i had listened to, i don't you know pre-pandemic is when they quit and uh so you know paul chris got fired last week and they put out an episode which was really fun and it and uh listening to them i think if, if there's anybody who ever listened to both them and us many would see a lot of maybe aspirational simil- similarities between us and them so they did just such a good job and they gave me a lot of ideas for things i wanted to do and say and uh I think without them as a North Star, I've gotten lazy. Definitely this year, we've gotten lazy. I wouldn't call it lazy. I, I'd say we've we've earned a year of rest is what this is. Yeah, maybe traumatized is a better word. <laughs> sure, yeah. That's fair. Well, thank you for saying that because I was mostly I was listening and I was like, oh, man, they go so deep on some of these things. But they have not seen what we've seen. <laughs> they haven't walked in our shoes. Things are note, getting better. I've got to admit, it's getting better, 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 better. My son sang a Beatles song today. Like someone said something like, "Here comes the sun," or I don't remember which song oh. it was. But someone said a line, and he just started singing. I was like, "Oh, look at you!" Do you guys have Netflix? We do. Okay. Have you heard? I think it's called Beat Bugs. Have you heard of that? No. What oh. is it? I, th- I think it's oh, like it's, a children's show that does Beatles songs. Just Beatles so, music. Oh, yeah. yeah I, we, I think we've checked it out. So that might be, that Actually, might be part of it. Most of the, in my opinion, I'd be very curious to hear listener feedback. I don't feel like Netflix kids stuff is all that good. It's kind of like popcorn-y. Oh, sure. Whereas, you know, I mentioned Amazon Prime. We feel like, we feel like some of their stuff is more... Cons- I feel like their kids program is more consistently better. Okay. Netflix is like, let's put out a ridiculous cartoon and mash up trucks and dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. What you need to do is just go go on YouTube and find, uh, I don't know, I'm sure the complete series of David the Gnome is there or something. <laughs> oh, man. That's a blast from Just don't show them Zoobly Zoo. I think <laughs> Zoobly Zoo might be the reason that I hate, like, all things theater. Everyone up. Everyone in. For the fun to begin, come along with us to Zoo, 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 Magic and Wonder are waiting for you. <laughs> the world of David the Gnome, originally titled David El Nomo, oh. <laughs> is a Spanish animated television series. I did not know that. Based on the children's book, The Secret Book of Gnomes, by the Dutch author Will Hugen. Okay. See, I was going to say, I would have assumed that it was something European. but <laughs> Did that song have a theme song, and if so, can you sing it? Um, uh, I Yes, it had a theme, and I remember that the theme actually like grated on me as a child. Like I hated the theme to David the Gnome, so that's probably why I can't bring it up. I just remember, like... And trees that talk. Birds that talk and fish that sing. And then I just know the last note of it is like, David, the gnome. The gnome. At the very end, I don't really remember much beyond that. I just know that they say the gnomes or like the world of the gnomes at the end. So I could do I'm the McGee and right Me now. theme from memory. And it doesn't even have any lyrics. I would just sing the melody. There are many things to see. 
See, maybe that's the problem. Is like I was starting to think of the never-ending story. Do chat, do chat. I start thinking of gummy bears. Okay, remember that I didn't, wa- I didn't watch that. Gummy one. bears. Gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. Broccoli, celery. Gotta be fish house. See, I, we were just a little bit too old for Veggie Tales. Like I didn't narrated grow up on by Veggie Christopher Tales. Plummer. Okay, he was uh, Saruman, right? Maybe. Among many, many other things. Wow, are you watching Rings of Power? No, I, that, that's a show I mean to watch, but I haven't gotten to it yet. We're not now, watching I'm just thinking of like children's programming. As you watch today's special, today's special, today's special, come join in the fun. Like where the, the mannequin came, came to life in the children's toy department after hours? No. Oh. What about you don't... Uh, you can't do that on television. Did you ever watch that? Yes. Was that a sketch show and they, put, they started the show out popping out of a locker? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And if you said the phrase, I don't know, that's when you, you got, got slimed. Oh, yeah. I was a big Pee Wee's Playhouse guy, too. I was big into Pee Wee's Playhouse. You can't do that on television, man. 79 to 81. So we were watching reruns. <laughs> wow. That is that is going back. And then Ren and Stimpy came along and just like tore a hole in the fabric of children's television programming. Like everything. I, think I was like, allowed to watch that as a kid. Uh, I think my parents were ignorant of it, and that's why I got <laughs> to watch it. Because um, I, I remember my mom wouldn't let me watch Darkwing Duck. Because I think she mixed it up with, like, Count Duckula, which actually was almost kind of satanic in nature. <laughs> I Darkwing Duck was great, but I don't remember the other one. Oh, I'll, I'll send you a link to Count Duckula, and you'll be like, oh, wow, this is, this is dark for a children's show. Castle Duckula, home for many centuries to a dreadful dynasty of vicious vampire ducks. The Counts of Duckula. Legend has it that these foul beings can be destroyed by a stake through the heart or exposure to sunlight. This does not suffice, however, for they may be brought back to life by means of a secret rite that can be performed once a century when the moon is in the eighth house of Aquarius. Blood. I'll get it! The latest reincarnation did not run according to plan. As of 2021, the second season of You Can't Do That on Television is available on Paramount+. Plus. Oh. This has been another episode of Justin and Mike reminisce in the 80s and read through Wikipedia pages. <laughs> hey, if you're still with us, folks, this is this we have reached the bonus content stage of the episode. <laughs> um, this is the uh, secret track if you let it play for a really long time. Yep, yep. Or those sneaky ones where you had to hold the rewind button as soon as the CD started because it was actually track zero, which oh, went against CD Red Book standards. Um, but, Who uh, did that? Five Iron Frenzy did it. What? Um, which one? On uh, all the hype that your money can buy, track zero is called What's Up? And oh. it's just like a quick da 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 What's up? What's up? My my church actually had a CD player that like didn't know how to read those types of CDs, and if you put it in the CD player, it would actually start by playing 
quote unquote track zero, which is actually just like the pre gap before the track. So it's actually called the pre gap track. Yeah, there you go. Wikipedia. <laughs> so, yeah. You were asking me if I was popping my fingers a bunch last week. Maybe I was just tapping on my keyboard. It's entirely possible. But anyway. Forgive me, Michael. I have um, The album Mm-hmm by Reliant K also has an opening track, which is them singing Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same thing with uh, their album Forget and Not Slow Down. A lion on his side Was it the lying Or his pride Which brought him down Um Yeah. Hmm. So. The more you know. I think they even did it on uh, Air for Free. Nothing but the sun in your eyes Nothing but the sun in your eyes. So Reliant K's done it a bunch. Uh, Five Arm Frenzy did it. And off the top of my head, that's all I can think of. You know what? That's enough. Yeah. I don't think there's anything more. I've got a whole bunch of tabs open that I'm reading. Stop talking. <laughs> so I think with that, I'll say Go Big Red. How go about Big that? Red. All right. Talk to you later, Mike. See you, man. Husker Football Fan Podcast is an unofficial, non-commercial podcast and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on this podcast belong solely to the individuals expressing them. The Husker Football Fan Podcast is not endorsed by or affiliated with the Nebraska Cornhuskers or the University of Nebraska. Where I was oh, every time.
security that I can't find. I can't find. Cause if I wanna live, I've gotta die. Give my body over when it's time. I'm alive. When I'm alive. Every time that I Trust in you. Help me trust in you.